The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, what kind of year can we expect 2021 to be, especially in the social investment space? If you run a non-profit organization, uh, of course, you would be highly reliant on uh, that kind of investing. Kerry Lee Pascal is the executive trustee at Social Impact Initiative Nation Builder, and she joins me on the line now. Kerry, you've been, Kerry Lee rather, you've been weighing up some of the options and scenarios in terms of what the year could could look like, especially for non-profit organizations. Uh, what are you seeing? Mm, thanks, Kathy. It's wonderful to be on your show. Um, so, I mean, we normally try to predict the trends for the year ahead. I think this year it's going to be very difficult to predict the year's trends. Um, but what we do know is that we learned a lot of really valuable lessons in 2020. And so I think we can hold on to some of those lessons that we learned because 2021 has started off um, not very different to a lot of the things that we faced in 2020 with um, our pandemic and mm. um, not being able to access as many things as we want to or go back to what we would have called normal. But it feels like um, our, our new normal is really sort of adapting to this pandemic at the moment. So I think there are three main things that we saw or that we learned lessons in 2020 around, and those were collaboration a lot more collaboration. I think 2020 was a catalyst for collaboration because everybody just rolled up their sleeves and dived in and did what needed to get done um, with others working together. Um, the second thing is, especially in the not-for-profit space, we saw um, a new sort of uh, focus on diversified income streams. And so how do organizations remain sustainable um, very difficult, very difficult in these times when multiple different impact, income streams are being affected and impacted. Um, so what innovative new ways can people either work together to reduce overheads and costs? Um, and, and we're just really seeing that on the back of that, impact management and um, measuring your impact is going to increase in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little bit more lax in 2020 because everybody was in survival mode, mm-hmm. but now people are wanting to make sure that their their funding and the impact that they are having as organizations is really benefiting as many people as possible. Mm. Of course, one of the challenges for many nonprofit organizations is being able to measure the impact of the work that they do because often, you know, how do you quantify what it is to give career guidance skills to young people? It's very hard to measure um, the full impact of that without going beyond just we were able to reach 400 people, but what is the true value of that to society? Mm, Absolutely, and I think an an added layer to that is that every different organization reports in a different way. So trying to determine what intervention gives greater outcomes or has greater impact is very difficult to tell if everybody reports differently. Um, So there's actually a really exciting initiative that um, for the last two and a half years we've been running at Nation Builder with 95 not-for-profit and um, social investors together collaborating on what would a standardized approach look like to impact reporting? And um, the actual final report will be launched now in March. And then uh, masterclasses on how to embrace it will come out in May. And we're really looking forward to 
having the social impact sector or the social investment sector embracing a standardized approach so that we can actually start seeing where the impact is truly taking place. All right, sorry, sorry. There was a bit of a, 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 a finger fault there. But one of the things that you're also doing is urging NPOs to have multiple streams of income. Now, quite often that is very hard for uh, organisations to do. They're struggling to meet just their baseline uh, needs, and and you know, saying, okay, diversify, try and find a way of making more money. Um, what often is the response? I mean, it is, I think, especially in the current climate, it is very difficult because the different income streams are all being impacted because there's nobody in our country that isn't being impacted by the pandemic or even the world. Um, But we always used to speak a lot about being self-sustainable, making sure that you're generating your own income stream, Mm -hmm. which was really good. And that is a phenomenal principle. And it's something that still has a very valuable place in the social development sector. We did, however, find that people who had almost over... Um, achieved in that and were had about 90% of their funds from self-generated income, severely impacted, especially with the hard lockdown that we had initially, mm. but still being impacted because the mechanisms would rely on um, small values of funding coming in from sort of a collective to, to bring in an additional income stream. And most of those have been severely impacted by COVID. A lot mm. of their services they can't provide or people that used to pay for services actually don't have the financial capabilities anymore. Mm. Um, so it is really important to make sure that you have international, local, individual funders, um, self-generated income, um, try have philanthropic and corporate. Uh, so there's just a multitude of different um, places that you can mm. Mm. source income. But the, the tricky thing is that every single one of those have also been impacted by COVID. So that is why we're seeing the sort of consolidation and collaboration taking place more and more. You're bringing me to my next point, which I think is a very important issue that you have also raised, and that's around collaboration. So how can different organizations be coming together um, and being more efficient during this time, even though often they could well be competitors uh, within a certain space? Mm. Um, the the word competitor, I think, has really shifted in this COVID season, which is a really beautiful thing that has come out of COVID. Um, one of the small beauties that can come out of a global pandemic, which has been devastating. Um, and so what we've seen is the humanitarian heart of not only the not-for-profits, but also the investors and just the general public um, has truly come to the fore and so competition means nothing at the end of the day people are just looking for solutions where they can support the most amount of people so coming together and if you have a food distribution center then let's Mm. let's channel all of our resources to your food distribution center because that is your skill set and ours is around education so we can partner and so we think beautiful partnerships taking place where people are utilizing their facilities, their skills, their resources, and creating these beautiful ecosystems to try and maximize the amount of people that can be supported by these interventions. Mm. 
Kerry Lee Pascal, let me thank you so much for your time. And I think some very interesting ideas there that especially those who are in the non-profit organization space need to think about as they get into uh, the year 2021. She is an executive trustee at Social Impact Initiative Nation Builder. All right, we've also come to the end of our time together on the talking point today. But of course, I leave you in the impeccable hands of Sakina Kamwendo, who will be taking you through the update at noon. Sakina, good afternoon. Well, thank you, Kathy. Good afternoon. It's uh, just after 12 o'clock on Thursday, the 14th of January, 2021. And a very warm welcome to Updated Noon here on SAFM. Leading the conversation, I'm Sakina Kamwendo. It's day 294 of our nationwide lockdown. We are on level three. Coming up in the next hour... As we speak, we have more than 111 members died because of COVID. The challenge that we are facing as Boku is the arrogance of the commanders. Police union pop crew in the Eastern Cape is concerned about the increasing number of deaths among police officers due to COVID-19 and... He must go. He is a clear and present danger to the nation that we all love. The United States House of Representatives has voted to impeach President Donald Trump for a historic second time. Please share your views with us. Our SMS line number is 41391, charged at 150 per SMS. You can also get in touch with us via Twitter or Facebook by posting your comments uh, at our at updated noon. That's our handle or using the hashtag updated noon for all your communication. And of course, uh, you can leave us a WhatsApp voice note on 0826923909. These are more stories coming up on today's edition of Updated Noon. First, though, the latest news with Nandika Birkus.